back to the Trust Your Gut Podcast. I am your host, Drew Bennett, with one of my two favorite new hosts on planet Earth, Luke here in Sterling Pearl. How are we doing, boys? What's going on, dudes? How we doing? It's a beautiful Friday night, almost midnight. Uh, it's time to get rowdy for some midnight madness with the boys tonight, huh? Yeah, let's get after it, man. Finally, I've been so ready for a Friday pod since we missed last week. Yeah, I've been chomping at the bit to be able to do one of these after uh, we had some uh, otherwise technical difficulties uh, when we were in Chicago. But yeah, this is going to be an interesting slate this weekend. I'm excited to dive into it. Yeah, I'm very excited for the the Saturday slate of games. I got some interesting uh, top 25 matchups looking at it uh, on Saturday. And uh, the NFL slate, not my favorite that we've had. But I mean, nope, you know, I don't like it at all. <laughs> there's, there's, there's some bets to be made and some uh, coin to be grabbed. So I'm, I'm excited regardless. Uh, first order of business, however, before we get into our fast forwards for both college and the NFL, uh, we can review a little bit of our Thursday night football uh, predictions from yesterday. Um, must say, Sterling, you kind of hit the. Uh, Nail on the head. All of your takes were kind of spot on, and I am sorry for doubting you. It's okay. I forgive you. But Dallas Goddard. There you go. I'm shocked. I know. He tripled, or damn near tripled his his, uh, 46 and a half. He had 100 receiving yards. He had 100 receiving yards. I think it was like wild. Actually, I think it was 115, but we'll say 100. Triple digits either way for whatever he was projected is remarkable. And hey, dude, he's a dog. We did it. He's a dog. I knew it. The squad, the squad ride hit, and I'm very proud of us. Congratulations to us all. A little pat on the back. Uh, it was good being at the window, getting that off the schneid. Uh, personally, I'm a little hot. Uh, this is my third parlay in a row I've hit because I had mixed in two NBA plays that are on um, our Twitter at TYG Takes. Uh, but I mean, hey, bank account's looking solid, uh, and we're doing we're we're kind of hot. I will give praise where praise is due, man. You are on a streak that I have not seen in a while. I am thoroughly impressed. I'm, on, I'm excited I'm, to hear. I'm on a little. Where, I'm on a little heater. I'm excited to see where uh, the the weekend slate takes you. Yeah, the NCAA and uh, NFL can humble me very quickly, uh, but hopefully, I keep it riding through the window, and I'll see you off the window again. I would 100% love to see you gentlemen at the window. Um, personally, my takeaways from yesterday, um, it's hard because the Texans aren't great, but the Eagles are incredible. Like, they're a really good team. Their line play, Jalen Hurts, good. It's... A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. For some it, reason, I'm not sold really, yet. They're really, really good. I, I'm I'm so sold on the Eagles. I mean, yeah, they're eight zero. Um, but my only problem is I think they've yet to withstand some serious tests. Um, I mean, they've had some uh, pretty close calls. Um, and you know they beat a good Minnesota team. They barely pulled away with one when they were out here in Phoenix. Um, 
they're good. It's just I'm not fully sold. But then again, looking at the remainder of their schedule, it's uh, hard to determine if these guys are going to lose again because their offense seems to be clicking at a higher caliber than damn near everybody else in the league. And I might go so far as to say it better than Buffalo too right now. They're just they're on a different wavelength and they have so many different guys they can rely on. I wouldn't I wouldn't put them personally there with Buffalo, but when I look at the weak NFC, I mean it's kind of just them and the Vikings that I feel like are are legitimate contenders. Uh, maybe if if the Niners get hot or if the Rams can find a way to turn around because they're kind of top heavy um, talent wise, um, they could get hot. But I, I kind of just see Vikings and them coming out of the NFC. Oh, well, also the Cowboys because their defense is so good, but. I mean, the NFC is really wide open, and I don't see why the 8-0 Philadelphia Eagles don't make a run right now at the playoffs. They're they're really good. Yeah, I agree with you, David. Um, but the one takeaway from yesterday's game was how bad their run defense is, and I think Texans have exposed them for other teams in the future um, that play the Eagles and are going to try to expose their run D as well. So... Who knows how long they'll be on an undefeated streak, but they are definitely a really good team. I feel like exposed is a strong word, but I mean, understandable. Damian Pierce uh, did have a very solid game and, you know, you're going to need a very good and balanced attack if you're going to try to beat the Eagles. You guys have any other highlights for the uh, the Thursday night game, or you guys just want to keep it keep, uh, keep it rolling, or right into our NCAA fastball? Yeah, let's ride into the NCAA. Yeah, let's just hop into it. Let's let's get it rolling. We got. I'm I'm excited to get talking about this. I mean, yeah, Eagles are good. Houston's not. We're really good at predicting stuff. So right now, let's keep rocking with it. All right, let's get let's get into college, some college football then. Uh, we do have a great slate. Sterling sitting at uh, five and seven in college. Beer sitting at six nine and one, and I'm five ten and one. Obviously, not the best records, but you know, college is a little bit harder to predict on the NFL, and uh, we're doing our best. We're fight we're fighting every week to get back to that five hundred mark, and I feel like this is a good week to do so. Uh, Beer, do you want to start us off with the first leg of your fast four? I most certainly would, David. Um, so my take for my first pick for my fast four for uh the college slate this weekend i'm gonna be rocking with uh one of our clashing of the titans of the armed force academies uh we're gonna be rocking with the under in the air force army game at 40 and a half um air force is a seven and a half point favorite too much i don't trust either side in this one just because they both know how to run the ball well they both can read and guard the triple option well, which both teams pretty much do. They don't really have a pass game. Um, they're notoriously low scoring in their last 50 matchups since 05. The under is 49 or 41, 9, and 1. Um, 40 still seems high to me. Uh, Air Force played Navy earlier in the season. That was 13 10 final. I expect something similar. Um, it's just going to be a absolute ground war there at West Point. Um, but I really like the under in this one. Can't rock with the Falcons this week, but I really like the under. 
Fair enough. We'll include it since the odds are same as betting the spread. Sterling, you want? Uh, what's your first leg of your fast four for college? Ooh, I got uh, TCU um, against the Red Raiders this weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, they're currently sitting minus at... Minus eight and a half? Minus eight and a half, yes. And uh, they just look to keep it hot. Let's keep that streak going. An undefeated season. Um, they've definitely earned their undefeated record. <clears throat> I'm excited to see them tomorrow. Get to work. Hopefully give me a cover here. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I have. I also have TCU minus eight and a half in my fast forward. Um, I've been a fan of the Bullfrogs uh, this year. Uh, they've they've won they've won me a few of those uh, few wins that I have in, in college, um, and I just think that they keep it rolling against Texas Tech. Uh, it's going to be a high scoring affair, like Big 12s always are. TCU, I think, has the only offense in the country that can keep up with a Tennessee and Georgia. They're they're really good. Personally, I think they should be at six because I'm not a huge uh, huge fan of Clemson. Um, but they're a, re- they're a really good squad. Um, I don't see how they don't cover eight and a half against a Texas Tech team, uh, who notoriously always has a big scoring offense. But I think TCU is more consistent. Uh, I believe the over-under right now is set at 71 and a half. So it's going to be some fireworks. Uh, I expect TCU uh, to be able to keep up and uh, get the stops when necessary and cover eight and a half. Man, I really wanted to take that game, but I couldn't lean either side. But uh, definitely was going to go with the Horned Frogs. I think they're undervalued based on their media representation. They're, they've earned every one of those wins and being undefeated. So a lot of points, but I rock with y'all in spirit. When I was when I was listening this week to some uh, traditional media, uh, and Joel Klatt was going over what how the Horned Frogs look, uh, I think he brought up a really great point. If TCU had the name and the the likes of Oklahoma or Texas, they would easily be in the top four uh, in the college football playoff rank. I feel like there is some big bias in the in the playoff committee right now, and I think TCU is legit and has those those big wins against quality opponents. Um, I, I feel like they take care of business with Texas Tech. I like it. I like it. Um, all right, so my number two on the fast four. Uh, I'm going to be rocking with the Fighting Irish at home as three and a half point dogs against Clemson. I'm so happy um, you did. I am usually big on riding with Clemson. Uh, they've been covering a lot and they've been great this season. Um, they struggled to pull out a win two weeks ago. Um, there's kind of a QB controversy going on with that team right now, even though Sweeney's saying he's rocking with uh, DJ. Um, but the Irish are 3-0 and ATS against ranked teams this season. Um, and going to play South Bend at uh, a sold-out game, it's that's going to be a tough barn. Uh, Indiana's going to be rocking for this one. Irish have had really two good quality wins. They blew out a ranked Syracuse team last week. Um, Irish are just hot. Clemson's got some issues, and the stats speak in their favor too, so I'm rocking Notre Dame 3.5. Thank you so much for, for playing that game. I wanted to put them in my fast four so bad, but I feel like the smart money was just to lay off of the game and hope that Clemson loses. Um, yeah. I, I'm really praying for the scenario for the college football playoff of the three top of the SEC all beat each other, and they're sitting at one win, and then whoever Michigan and Ohio State comes out triumphant end up in the, fast, uh, in the playoff four. 
because I personally think that those are those are the four best teams in the country. Whoever wins against Michigan and Ohio State and those three teams from the SEC. So I'm I, if anyone's going to take out Clemson and keep them out of the college football playoff, I feel like it would be Notre Dame, and I'm very happy you did so here. Yeah, I uh, kind of had to rock with that one uh, mainly because I'm an Irish fan. I'd be biased. Um, I do think, however. This could be Clemson pulls it out with a field goal, so that's why I'm taking the points. But money line uh, definitely would be rocking with Clemson. I think this would be Notre Dame pulls off a sneaky cover and Clemson pulls out a tight one. Yeah, and I've been saying it all season so not. far, but uh, I just did not believe in Clemson coming into the year, really, and they just proved me right. So everything you guys said is very valid, and uh, I'm rooting for Notre Dame tomorrow. Yeah, I've been – Admittedly, I've been very wish-washy on my opinion on Clemson so far this year. But I'm, I'm back on the side of I really don't want them in the college football playoff. There's too much stuff going on. and I'm rooting for the Irish. I'm rooting for your beer. I'm rooting for those Indiana boys. My family will love this. Thank you, boys. Still, you have your second pick? I do. And this might upset you, Devitt. So Aww. I'm taking LSU plus 13.5 against Bama. They are they are in Death Valley, so gotta snag that. Um I don't know. I like Jaden. Death Daniels. Valley is two touchdown underdogs is tough. I don't blame them. Yeah. And you know what? I'm I'm kinda rooting for Jaden Daniels, even though he he left us at ASU. But um he's been playing nope. pretty decent these past couple days or games, I mean. Um yeah, they yeah. have a solid they have a solid secondary that can hold down. Um, Alabama's receivers for some at to some degree so they don't go crazy and LSU's offense is explosive enough to keep this semi-close at least within two touchdowns yes Bama is going to get the win but they'll keep it within spread let's hear it yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you I've I've done it before Figures. um I was I, I was wrong last time that I took Bama spread uh but I feel like I feel like today that they really need a blowout win against LSU. I feel like the uh, the college football committee is putting LSU a little bit higher than they should be. In my opinion, I do not think they're a top ten team in the country. Uh, I feel like there are others below them that are better than them. Um, and I get playing in Death Valley against a team uh, like the Alabama Crimson Tide. Their uh, the student section is going to get up. They're it's going to be rocking, and it always is in, in Death Valley. But I really do think Bama can cover two touchdowns. Uh, they're just a the much better squad. Uh, I feel like, uh, especially on the defensive end, uh, they'll give Jaden some some issues. Uh, I feel like Jaden is a fraud and a stooge, personally. Um, and he has been playing uh, good the last few weeks, but I don't see him keeping it up against a real big-time opponent who I think is a top-four team in the country. So, roll tied. I'm rolling, roll, roll tide, crimson tide, minus 13 and a half. I'm locking it in. That's my second pick. I'm going to call you tomorrow, and if LSU is within that 13 and a half, I'm screaming. This is going to be I, so I ex- sweet. I expect no less. Awesome. Um, all right. So, my third pick, um, I felt like. And as a sports fan and a co-host of this beautiful show, I was absolutely required to take a side on this Tennessee-Georgia showdown we have tomorrow. Good for you, man. 
Um, And I'm making the dumb choice, rocking with the public, rocking with Rocky Top at eight and a half. Um, The public is heavy on Tennessee. I hate that the public's on it a lot, uh, but when my one determining factor was that uh, in one rank versus two rank matchups of a spread by more than a touchdown in the last 50 years, the underdog is eight and two to the spread. And with the football that Tennessee's playing with as big of a game as this is, I mean, you have, I think Tennessee's one in like the AP poll and then Georgia's number one in like the college coaches poll or something like it's they're neck and neck. And this schedule couldn't have lined up more perfect. It's incredible how they do this shit, but game day is going to be there. Um, Athens is going to be rocking. Poker Uh, fresh off of a NIL deal with French's mustard. That's a big factor. I Huge need to factor. say no more. Tennessee plus eight, sprinkle money line. Let's go Rocky Top. This Let's is gonna, go Foles. This is going to be so huge for Hooker as well. He's going to get like, I think he'll place first in the the Heisman um, rankings there. And he could very well win it if they beat Georgia. So this is huge for Tennessee if they get this dub. This game's everything for Tennessee. Yeah. I don't know. I I I would love to root for Tennessee, but I can't because I really want that that outcome where Georgia wins this game and then Bama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. Um, I feel like that would be awesome. Um, I said it a few weeks back, and I want it to happen now still. Um, I'm very proud of you for taking a side. I personally can't. Um, My gut would definitely lean eight and a half. I think that's a a good pick. Um, However... Uh, from what I checked, 80% of the public on Tennessee really does scare me. And I don't know if that's smart money on eight and a half, but no, it's terrifying. Who knows? Absolutely horrifying, but I felt obligated to, and I'm going to roll my gut on this one. I, I don't see Bama, Bama could easily, or Bama, uh, Georgia could easily win this by a touchdown and call it a night. I think, uh, Tennessee's legit and this is. This is their, this is their time. This is their game to prove that they're not frauds and blowing out UT Martin a few weeks ago is irrelevant. Like they're just a good team. You are correct. All right, Sterling, what do you got for your third pick? Ooh, trying to weigh my options here. Um, Cause I've been wishy-washy with this team. I'm going to take Texas you- minus two and a half. Damn it, dude. Woo! At Kansas state. Woo! Yeah. That's a really good game. Yeah, it's going to be really good. I couldn't, I couldn't touch wild, it either. Man. You know, it's been it's been mainly Devitt riding with Texas this year so far. and It's true. You know I love and Quinn they and the haven't boys. helped him at all. And they haven't. Nope. So let's see if they – Let's see if <laughs> they, just the they are a main culprit them. of why I'm 5 and 10. Yeah. Those dudes never cover. We they shall see tomorrow. Or at least when I bet on them, they can't. I don't know. I just feel like all three of their losses this year could have easily been wins. Um, yeah. So, so it, I'd be stupid not to take them at such a low, low uh, spread here at negative or minus two and a half. So, riding heavy with Texas, even though I feel a little wishy washy on them at most times. Um, I admire your courage. I didn't put this game in my fast four. Pretty much for the sole reason that I would have taken Texas, uh, but for how they have played uh, and have blown fourth quarter leads, I can't have I can't watch it 
unfold again. And I really, I, I wish them the best because I love Quinn Ewers. And I, I honestly really love this Texas squad. Um, if they had one less win, I, I would be the biggest Texas fan on the planet because I would really love to see them in the college football playoff. But they have they have too many losses at this point, and it's just it's just really sad how they play in the fourth quarter recently. And I I just can't I had to avoid it. Uh, props to you, Sterling, for taking them though. Hopefully, see you guys at the window with that one. Yes, sir. It'd be I, I would love it for you. Alrighty, for my uh, for my third pick, um, I'm gonna rock with one of Beer's favorites. I'm rocking with Oklahoma State plus one and a half. Yeah, I love Go them Cowboys. Cowboys, man. Go I Cowboys, love them baby. Cowboys. Hey, that's brave of you because them getting shut out forty eight nothing last week against Kansas State made me not want to touch them until I could see that they prove that they're actually a football team. Ugly, um, ugly loss, unreal loss against Kansas unprecedented. State. Unprecedented, just a dud. unreal. However, um, Oklahoma State is four four and zero against the spread, falling a loss. Sue made me want to take them. Uh, they're coming off that really bad showing, and I feel like this is a bounce back game against Kansas, who has been trending down um, as of late. Um, Oklahoma State, I feel like, is really legit. Um, and I think that it was just kind of a case of any given Saturday and they just didn't show up to play Kansas state. I feel like nothing happened where they're just all of a sudden not a good squad anymore. I feel like they can, uh, getting points, uh, against Kansas. I'll take Oklahoma state plus one and a half any day of the week. I feel like it just was a case of any given, any given Saturday. I'm not ready to give up on the Cowboys. Thank you for doing what I was not brave enough to do. I wanted to take the Cowboys so bad, I just couldn't pull the trigger. All right, uh, my final of the four for my college fast four. Uh, this is a fade train I've been on for a hot minute and will continue to ride. Uh, I'm going to be taking uh, the Florida State Seminoles minus six and a half at Miami. Uh, Miami Ooh. has uh, been a lot is 0-7, their last seven, ATS, um, they can't cover, they stink. Florida State's a great team and gave Clemson a pretty good battle a few weeks ago until uh, Clemson eventually blew them out of the water because that's just how Clemson rolls down there. Um, but Miami can't cover, they stink. They got blown out by Middle Tennessee this season, and I've been making sure I take the other side every game, and it's worked. And I'm not going to stop this week, especially with this good of a matchup and this low of a line. Uh, so give me Florida State's minus six and a half. Yeah, I hope Florida State grabs like that. Yeah, Miami stinks. They're so bad. I it's comical. Miami. So good I, pick I really here. don't like Miami. Had to do it. I like Hurricane it. stink. The I frauds. Like it. It's a weak storm out there. A weak storm. Okay. Well, uh, for my fourth and final today, it's going to be a little Pac-12 here. We have uh, California yes, plus 21 and a half at USC. What? I do. You're Dude, taking you Cal? Are, yep. You're dog, man. Wow. Crazy. This is one of those moments. You're beer. wild. It's one of those moments, Beer, where you're either, a, you're, the, you're either a genius or you're absolutely insane. So. Yeah. Hey, man. So, I don't know. Dude, I'm, I've. I've watched a lot of Cal football, and I really don't like how they play. Like, I, hey, all, good for you, man. But um, whew, 
we'll look here. I'm not going to lie. I looked at that too. So I really did. USC's defense has been not great this year. They rank 120th. And Cal can keep up. I feel like they can keep up in some ways, even though they're so sporadic. So I don't know. I think it's going to be close. Another Pac-12 weird matchup. Pac-12. Put it behind you. Love it. Fair enough, Let's dude. Let's go, baby. Um, Let's go. I really hate how Cal how Cal plays. I find their offense to just be very bland. I I, I don't I don't know if that they're going to be able to score on USC as much to be able to stay within 21 and a half. USC's offensive line was just graded by PFF to be the fifth best in the country. Uh, so I feel like Caleb Williams has plenty of time this week to be able to deliver some points. Um, good for you. I don't know if the, uh, they very well could cover 21 and a half because it's a lot of points, but I mean, good luck. Thank you. Thank you. It's a lot of points. I'm, I'm hoping the best for you. I really thought that you were going to touch the UCLA ASU game. Oh, I thought God. that's what you're going with your no. 12 matchup. Absolutely I was as close to taking the Sun Devils. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was very close too. I was so I close want, to taking I wanted ASU. Some, I wanted some action on that game so bad. ASU wanted been some better, action man. on that UCLA's game so bad. Kind of a dip and ten point ten and a half is a lot. I mean, ten and a half is a lot. Bias, but Ooh. Devils are kind yes, of getting on one right now. This backup th- QBs doing beauties. You got me thinking now. That might just have to be a. Oh, he might replace. No, 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 no. It'll, it'll just be a side thing. Ooh, preposterous play. Fair preposterous. Enough. Preposterous play down the line for the alma mater. I could Sweet. be down a tail. Um, I, for my last pick for my fast four in college football, um, I'm also rocking in the Pac-12. Um, I said it two weeks ago. Um, I love to fade really crappy teams. The worst teams in the country are Iowa. Colorado, Colorado State, and Hawaii. This week, I'm fading uh, Colorado, and I'm taking Oregon, minus 31 and a half. Good lord. You love these. Colorado stinks. I hate Colorado with a passion. They they bother me watching them play football, and I'm going to ride with the Bo Nix train. Um, I'm riding with them this week. Uh, It's Colorado's just awful. They're two and six against the spread. Uh, and they've they've been double digit of, of spreads every single week. And Oregon, I feel like is legit and can cover thirty one and a half. I don't care. Oregon by forty. You're a brave, brave soldier, Devitt. God bless you. I, I just I just want it. I'm right. I'm riding a hot hand, and I feel like I can cover uh, Oregon and hey, you know what? myself You're can right. cover. I cannot. I cannot judge. You love the large spreads, man. I'll give it to you. I like the large spreads. I, I try to throw one in every week. Doing all right so far. It's not terrible. I mean, I've been after the zero and four week. I've been okay. All right. So uh, let's do a quick little recap for what we have in in the college slate this week. Myself, uh, I'm rocking with. Yeah. Myself, I'm rocking with Oklahoma State plus one and a half, Oregon minus thirty one and a half, TCU minus eight and a half, and Alabama minus thirteen and a half. Beer. Uh, I am going with Notre Dame plus three and a half. Winning a cl- or covering a close one, Tennessee plus eight and a half, uh, Rocky Top, Air Force Army under forty and a half because go USA, 
and Florida State minus six and a half versus Miami because Miami stinks. Yes. Okay. TCU minus eight and a half. LSU plus 13 and a half. Texas minus two and a half. And California plus 21 and a half. Amazing. All right. Love it. I'm proud of us. Uh, roll Tide, even though you guys, Sterling wants to fade them. But you know what? That's fine. Fade, fade the okay, Tide at your own will. Boo, Alabama. It'll be fun talking about. I'm oh. sure I am sure I did. I, I'm, uh, my picks are horrible. But it'll be fun talking about them on come Wednesday. I wanted to take LSU, man. But after they got blown out by Florida, I could never look at them the same again. Sure enough. Yeah, that was a tough scene. All right. So. Let's get into some uh, NFL action. A little NFL fast forward. Beer, do you want to, uh, Sterling, you're sitting at eight and four in the NFL. Beer, you're at nine, six, and one, and I am at ten, five, and one. So we're we're looking pretty good. Uh, pretty solid. Not bad. Kind of know what we're talking about. It's kind of nice. Uh, Beer, do you want to start us off? I would certainly love to. Uh, my first for the fast four for the NFL, I'm taking Green Bay minus three and a half in Detroit. Um, I'm taking this not Ooh. even based on any statistics. Uh, this is a get right game for Green Bay. If they do not beat Detroit, they are done. Um, and I don't think Rodgers is going to let this team be taken out to pasture and, you know, just, I just, I can't see that happening. And this, if they're going to do, Anything right and get make sure this is a get right game. There's nobody better to do that against than Detroit. So, not even looking at statistics, that's just off the gut. Um, I think I really think that uh, the Packers have to win this one. We did talk about how they were very close to being dead in our in our segment on Wednesday. So um, uh, I, I'm kind of with you. I didn't want to touch it in my fast four, but I am with you. They're not dead yet, and who better to get right than than Detroit? I think that's a good pick. Rogers got to do it. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you, Beer. Um, another one that's a little spicy here is uh, Seahawks plus one and a half at Arizona. I, I don't understand really. this line. I, I just the line is weird. I don't think it's really a pick 'em. I think it's more Seattle's better than Arizona, and it's clear. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like Seattle, and they always play well against Arizona. So this will be a fun matchup to see. That was my second pick. Um, I'm going to make it not a squad ride. So now now that it's not a squad ride, you guys will probably be right, so you're welcome. Um, I'm taking Arizona Thanks. minus one and a half. Um, personally, uh, Seattle is really good, uh, but I don't know if they can continue to win games consistently this much. Uh, in the NFL, we know the NFL, the NFL can get dicey really quick. Um, and Arizona's offense and team has looked very good since uh, D-Hop's come back. I feel like they're trending in the right direction. Uh, I feel like one and a half, at, uh, only uh, having to cover one and a half at home isn't awful. Uh, even traditionally, they're they're not great playing at home. Uh, but I feel like they've, uh, they've put up enough points uh, to keep up with Seattle. Uh, in the last few weeks, once D Hop has come back, uh, and I think they can do it. I think they they pull off a tough divisional matchup against Seattle this week. Go Cards! I'm riding with Arizona minus one and a half. 
I hate fading the home team here, but uh, at the same time, Cardinals have a terrible record at home. Um, and yeah, D Hop, D Hop's going to produce whether they win or lose. That's just the nature of the beast, as we saw last week. Um, he, he's twenty a week in fantasy, easy, easy. Um, it's just that's just the na- that's just how it is with him. Um, but Seahawks are kind of rolling. Cardinals are struggling to figure it out, and Cliff just I can't trust Cliff at home. And taking the Seahawks is. I had him at two and a half, but I guess it dropped more to a pick them. But as much as I'd love to take the car, uh, the cards here, they just break my heart too much. I can't do it. I just feel like Arizona has been uh, like, and Kyler have just looked a lot more calm since D hop has been back. Uh, I have, it's I, been better. I like, and they've, they've looked better. I think that uh, being at home and only having to cover one and a half on where I was getting them for my spread. I feel like that's not awful. Uh, and uh, I'll ride with it. So now that, I, now that I can break up the three, um, Seattle can cover and, and enjoy your win. Appreciate that. Hey, now that You're we're welcome. on the now that we're on the topic of Arizona, I did want to remind you guys that uh, the Hard Knocks, the midseason Hard Knocks, starts next week. For them, Ooh. that's right. So that'll be fun so to watch. That. Cliff is going to get so much that. shit. Oh yeah, he should. He's going to get. He's, a there, lot. he's earned it. He is is well earned for him. I'm very excited to see that dynamic between him and Kyler, and it's. It'll be really interesting. Oh yeah, just from the snippets we've seen of them clashing on the field, it's gonna be yep. it's gonna make for great TV. Absolutely. I'll tune in every week for that. Absolutely. Here you have a second pick in the in the NFL? Um well I already shared my second with Sterling, but my third oh, that's right. um I'm gonna be rocking with Miami minus four in Chicago. Um when you got Tua on that field, uh, Miami's a pretty unstoppable force. Um the Bears have definitely shown signs of improvement, but they just traded away two of their best defensive players. Um, Claypool's not going to add too much of an offensive threat. I think Miami will be able to contain him all right, um, especially since Fields isn't that accurate of a thrower in the first place. Um, and, yeah, Miami just – they seem to know what they're doing. They got two on that field, and I think this line's just too low because uh, Chicago's been – Performing a lot better than they're used to, and uh, the books are just overcompensating. Um, so definitely Miami minus four is probably my favorite play this week. Yeah, I, uh, and I also have Miami in my fast four, but I had them at four and a half. I'm still comfortable with them four and a half. Um, Same. I feel like I feel like this is a game where uh, Bradley Chubb, the newly acquired Dolphin, uh, causes a ruckus and gives Justin Field a really hard time. Um, I don't know if Chicago's offensive line can handle uh, both of their pass rush. Uh, have, uh, a new pass rush in Miami, I feel like, is a good thing. Um, and Chubb will show that he's worth the contract that they gave him uh, recently and uh, can cover four and a half. Uh, Tyreek and Jalen Waddle are a mismatch every single week. Um, and again, Chicago is no different. Um, they might put up Tyreek's a piece. Tyreek's a monster. Jalen Waddle's a monster. Uh, and with Tua as their quarterback, they've been they've been humming. They've been looking really good. Uh, and even though the uh, Chicago's trending uh, upward on offense as of late, um, I don't know if they can do that against Miami. Um, having Bradley Chubb there, I think, makes a really, really, really big difference. And this is a this is a statement game for Miami and showing that they're Absolutely. real competitors in that AFC East. Absolutely. Yeah, you hit it. Right there, uh, David. The Dolphins having Bradley Chubb is going to be huge for that defense. 
Um, but I do think that the way Chicago has used Justin Fields these past couple weeks, there could be a lot of points scored. Their defense is atrocious, but that's where the points are going to come from, mainly Miami. But I do feel Justin Fields and these Bears can can get in the end zone a couple times. Um, Miami wins outright. Who knows? It could be by two touchdowns. Um, but this is definitely going to be a, a game to watch the over. That's probably a good call for a preposterous like play. It is kind of preposterous. Just a little bit. But uh, so Sterling, uh, how many how many have you shared so far? You only have shared one or two. One. Okay, so go for your second because so, I was riding with beer with Miami last one off. Gotcha. So I'm taking the the night game here, the Saints and Ravens taking the Saints plus two and a half. Isn't that a, um, on Monday? Monday night game. Oh, it's it is a Monday night. We have, yeah, okay. So with the Saints, they just put up a lot of points, and um, somehow with Andy Dalton and just seeing their performance and how they handled the Raiders, I just feel like their defense can definitely hold up here against the Ravens as it's Lamar Jackson and two receivers that you can really trust, Mark Andrews and Duvernay. So we'll see how this one plays out, but I really like the Saints here. Um, yep. I don't hate that. I mean, I really wanted to take – Baltimore in that game, especially with the addition of Roquan Smith. I'm not sold on the Saints. I think they have flashes of good stuff. Um, preposterous play totally for this agree. game might be um, might be a Baltimore first half money line since that team can't seem to close out a second half. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I like the Saints in this. Um, I think Sterling is being extremely biased because he has both Chris Olave and Taysom Hill playing in his fantasy team this week, and I feel oh, like that's that, making oh, him that's extremely biased. Right. Oh, and Will Lutz. and the kicker Will Lutz. And Will Lutz against uh, fancy against team ben, is the New Orleans Saints. Guess against no other than me. So I'm really hoping that the Saints don't uh, don't oh my. play very well. That's right. We have a good matchup coming up. Oh, it's an ugly matchup. There's so many buys this week. Yeah, that's true. It is ugly. Yeah, Saquon can't save me this week. So hopefully, I squeak out a win. Why don't you just let me win one? Huh? No, I kind of need it. I do Not too. allowed. Ooh. Lame. It's a battlefield up there, gentlemen. We just hope to see each other at the end of it. Fair like enough. Defcon. Alrighty. For my third pick in the fast four, um, I I kind of don't understand why the line is still where it is. Uh, I am taking Atlanta at plus three. Uh, they're at home and they're getting three points um, against a really really banged up Chargers team. Uh, we we saw it the last two weeks. They're extremely underperforming. Uh, they don't have Mike Williams, and again, they don't have Keenan Allen. Um, he's sitting out another week. Um, doesn't really make sense. Um, being at home and getting three points against a hobbled Chargers team um, kind of just screams uh, pick me uh, for, uh, for this week. Um, Atlanta's really good against the spread, and... If they're getting points at home, I don't see why um, they can't cover three against uh, 
a, a really underperforming and banged up Chargers team um, after a pretty fun game with Carolina. So I think this kind of just screams this is a necessary play this week for me. Atlanta plus three. I like it. Yeah. Also, uh, with note with that, just real quick, um, Eckler is also questionable. Um, yeah. As of right now. They're so, so banged up. They're banged up. Herbert's not getting a lot of time in the pocket. It's just, yeah, I, I like that pick. Thank yeah. you. It's not a bad pick. Um, there was a crazy stat that has zero relevance to how the Panthers could perform. But every team that has played the Panthers the week prior and has beat them has lost the following week. Like I said, no relevance, but it, it's just too spicy to like not bring up and trust a little bit. Fair enough. I'm still getting three points, though, at home, so they don't have to win. They just need to cover. Great teams cover. Amen. All right, Sterling, what do you got for your third pick from the, in the NFL? Ooh, Beer and I were talking about this today. Um, I'm taking the Patriots minus five and a half at home. Interesting. So here we got Bill Belichick going up against, can I call him a rookie quarterback? Cause he hasn't started or, oh, uh, he started last. Week. I'd say, yeah. Yeah. He's okay. Anyway. I mean, he's, Belichick, yeah, he's kind of a rookie. Yeah. Belichick rips these guys apart. He's like six and oh, I think on against rookie quarterbacks. Any young quarterback is going to have difficulties driving against Bill's defense, Bill Belichick's defense. So I'm taking I'm taking the the Patriots very comfortable here. I think this is just an outright win, maybe by a touchdown. If I had to predict, yeah, I thought five and a half was kind of a lot. Um, I think you did nail the nail the nail on the head uh, with this uh, fade Belichick at your own risk. So uh, I'm totally with you on taking uh, on the Patriots this week. Um, Colts are dead. I can't em- emphasize that enough on this podcast. Um, I, okay, I, I I'm sorry, beer. Uh, they're, they're really bad. They're, they're playing like they want to be a, a top pick in the NFL draft. Um, Jonathan Taylor, I believe is out again this week. So, yep. Yeah. Deion Jackson's, no, it's, and, yeah. yeah, it's Deion Jackson because they just traded away Naheem Hines. Uh, it's it's an, it's ugly goes for the Colts. So five and a half should be pretty easy, can, even with a quarterback controversy. Um, hopefully they get it right. I'm kind of rooting for the Patriots a little bit, just a little bit. Wait, Beer, are, are the Colts going to be using Zach Moss or is this kind of Deion Jackson's backfield someday? I think it's going to be, at least for right now, heavy D on Jackson, but you're going to see a lot more Moss in Indy than you did in Buffalo, and that that's for sure, especially with – I think it's going to be more split carries tomorrow um, just to see – or tomorrow on Saturday, Sunday, geez, um, just to kind of see how he operates in that backfield. Um, but definitely look primarily D on Jackson, but Moss is definitely going to get um, quite a few carries just to kind of test him out in this new offense. Um, also, uh, added point to your pick, uh, the Colts have not won a game in Foxborough since 2006. That is um, correct. So, 
I'm not expecting us to win or really cover this weekend. I'm just kind of here for the ride and the shit show to ensue in Indy. So I was going to take the Patriots, but I was too heartbroken too. So I didn't, but I don't hate your pick. Picking against your own team is almost as bad as picking your team. It hurts. And then losing. It really hurts. It's like disappointing a parent. It feels terrible. Yep. Dear, do you want to wrap up your fast forward with your fourth pick? Oh, yeah. I am going to get rowdy about this one. I'm excited about this. Is this your favorite I am pick going to be your taking... NFL slate? No. Um, I just really like uh, going against Tom Brady any chance I get. Um, <laughs> so I'm taking the Rams plus three and a half. That's where I got them at. Um, Woo! It's lower now. Uh, Tom Brady has not beaten Los Angeles Rams since he has left New England. Um I believe the Rams have covered four of their last five against Tampa Bay. And uh, Tom is not only fighting his teammates on the sideline, but fighting with his wife in now a custody battle, I'm sure. Um, and that old dude's got way too much to handle. Uh, I think this is a get-right spot for the Rams. Um, and I just... Tampa Bay's on a skid, and I don't think the Rams are that far gone yet. I think they can cover this one maybe tampa bay could bowl this out but the tampa bay we've seen the last three weeks is going to have no chance of winning this game in my opinion fair enough i just hate tom brady so it works yeah not a bad pick there beer um this is just a bad game i just wanted to stay away from it at all costs uh, either way you go about it, it's just too risky. Just way too risky of a game to watch, too. Uh, just don't want anything Absolutely. to do with it. Props to you, though. Absolutely. I, I had to. If it, in this spot, I couldn't not. Alrighty. Sterling, do you still have one more pick or no? You know what? I just scrolled down and forgot that I had Miami here. Just hanging out so oh, yeah, so, oh wow Miami. there we go yeah so, so squad ride squad ride squad ride on miami squad ride. love it yes love that all righty well for my final pick uh of the fast four um i'm really writing with the same team every single week cincinnati minus seven this week um no like we way. Said, yep. Um, wow. We said on Wednesday, we said it. Uh, I don't believe that they're dead yet. Um, I feel like this is a game where they really do uh, need to get things right. Uh, same reason as why you're picking uh, the Packers beer. Um, I think Cincinnati gets things right and shows that they are a legit team still. Um, in their conference, and who better to get right then um, than against the Carolina Panthers? Um, I don't see PJ Walker and those boys continuing to play at the level that they are. Um, DJ Moore is him. Uh, I'm glad that he's actually uh, playing well as, with PJ Walker as our quarterback, but I don't see them um, being able to cover seven with uh, a good Cincinnati Bengals team. I feel like T and Tyler Boyd really step into their roles as one and two instead of two and three this week. Um, and uh, Burrow can light up that sorry secondary. Um, 
I just like them this week. Uh, Carolina has continued to be a really bottom-tier team in the league, um, and I don't see P.J. Walker keeping up with that electric offense. I'm taking Cincinnati minus seven. Ballsy, man. I'll give it to you. That's after their performance against uh, Cleveland last week. I am scared to go anywhere near those Bengals. But uh, you're right. It's the same de- thing as Green Bay. It's I didn't declare him dead. Spot. I didn't declare him dead on Wednesday That's for true. this reason. For this reason alone. They're playing Carolina this week, and they can very well be above 500 after this week um, and be ready to make a playoff push uh, and give those a Ravens a run for the time money. to do it. Yep. They're at home um, against a really bad Carolina team. I don't see why they can't cover a touchdown. Or at Why least not? push. So yeah, I believe that concludes our NFL fast four. Um, we'll run through it quickly. Of uh, what we have, real quick. For me, I have Atlanta plus three, Miami uh, minus four and a half, Cincinnati minus seven, and Arizona minus one and a half. Sterling, I have uh, the Seahawks plus one and a half on a pick'em. We got the Saints plus two and a half. Patriots minus five and a half and Miami minus four and a half. Squad ride and beer. Squad ride. Uh, yes, squad ride at Miami minus four. Uh, Rams at three and a half or whatever it's at now currently. Seattle plus two and a half or one and a half, whatever that's at. Uh, and Green Bay minus three and a half. Get right game. Love it. I think it's time that we move into some uh, preposterous plays led by Luke Beer and a little bit of fantasy advice. In these preposterous plays, do we have a special guest this week or no? Ooh, I fear. Do we, we have, have a special? Uh, we have. Do we have a, a special guester? Yes, the special guest is currently looking at the schedule to determine which team looks the coolest. Um, but first and foremost, um, one of my preposterous plays uh, for the NFL. I'm heavily leaning. I didn't take my four because I hate it. Uh, the Commanders, three and a half at home versus Minnesota. Uh, Heineke's got those boys uh, playing good offense. Uh, Minnesota's coming off a bye week, and it was, I don't know, man. It's just, in my opinion, Commander's been playing better ball lately, but it's just, that's a disgusting game that I don't want to touch. Uh, but it is pretty preposterous. So if you are feeling feeling lucky, go for it. Um, for my preposterous play this week, for my preposterous play this week, um, I wanted to propose a first touchdown scorer, uh, in, uh, the Sunday night game, uh, in Tennessee and, uh, the Chiefs, uh, really just a gut feeling. Um, I'm going to rock with Juju Smith-Schuster, first touchdown scorer in, uh, in Kansas City, uh against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, their connection has been very good as of the last three weeks. Um, and uh, why not? It's very preposterous. I have zero faith in it. But, I mean, it might be a side bet that I'll place later on uh, down the line. Juju Smith-Schuster, lock it in. First touchdown score against the Titans. I like it. I'm going with the same game, just the opposite side here. Derrick Henry and the Titans okay. have played very well against the Chiefs. They but have been. They do have Malik. They they do have Malik Willis playing under center. So, ew. I don't I don't know if I trust anybody on that team besides Derrick Henry to actually score. I mean, yeah, we can have Robert Woods, 
if we get that far, but I think Derrick Henry is going to have his way with this defense. So let's get an anytime touchdown for Derrick Henry. Lock that one in. Fair enough. I like it. All right. Um, Is this our special guester? This is our special guest for the week. Um, She has chosen two different NFL games, just looking at the logos. Um, Not the logos. Um, so I, so this week we have, uh, Lauren boss joining us for two, uh, complimentary celebrity, uh, preposterous plays. Um, so preposterous and her reasoning behind the two picks is honestly pretty sound. Um, and she actually agrees with us, but the reasoning is what makes it all the more better. So I will let her speak. All right, Lauren, what do we got? Hi, I can't hear myself. So sorry if I'm loud. Um, she's perfect. My two picks are Green Bay Packers. Okay. Just good old tried and true. And then just, just to fuck with McBeer <laughs> is picking the Patriots over <laughs> the Colts. Just to add some salt to the wounds. Fantastic. Thanks. And that's it. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Great picks, Lauren. Congratulations. Thanks. We'll keep a record for her. All right, yeah, if she goes 0-2, she actually owes us actual money. Actual money. <laughs> um, yeah, I told you, she's pretty much agreeing with us money line, um, but not for reasons that I liked, but that's okay. You know, that's why they're preposterous. You don't get any more preposterous than betting against you for spite. Nope, yeah, can't get more preposterous than Spite Benny and looking at him because the logos are cool. All right. Um, and then always uh, my one recommendation for any of the preposterous plays, uh, take a gander at those uh, interception and sack uh, uh, props. You know, I, I always love picking Pat Mahomes to throw one or something, even though he's on my fantasy team. It's really cool seeing these guys suck sometimes, and it just brings a little – Joy to my heart, so why not you know make the most of it? Um, sacks are a lot like, harder. I but. feel like this week the one that's glaring the most has got to be um, either Ellinger throwing a pick or Malik Willis throwing a pick this week, right? Like I feel like those are like the two most likely of the. Of I'd the say ones. Willis for sure. Like it's got to happen. Like mm-hmm. those two, it's got to happen. Absolutely. If we're Absolutely. getting preposterous, I would I would bet on those. If you're getting atrocious, even. Uh, of course, this my, is not betting advice, though. So No, no, this is not a gambling show. This is sports. Um, mm-hmm. We could also go so far as I might take a look at Joey Burrow, even though it's a terrible uh, terrible Carolina defense. It's He threw a couple last week, and there's probably good value on it, so it wouldn't hurt to just take a gander. He does have, have some Brett Favre in him where he likes to sling it. So he really does. It's not a not an impossible uh, bet in my opinion, but I still do like them to cover seven. Uh, any uh, fan, any fantasy uh, advice, Sterling? I know we have a heated uh, matchup this week. Yeah, we do with all the buys. Yeah, both uh, you're projected at what one hundred three, and I'm projected at one hundred seven. We got a real barn burner. Yeah, barn burner. Bad. Love it. Big time bad. The only one I'm hoping to 
have a huge impact is DJ Moore because he has a I don't know how, but Eli Apple and he's been good with PJ Walker. Yeah, he has been, but this man Eli Apple and that secondary of the Bengals is ranked ninth against receivers. So I kind of want to see Eli Apple get exposed just because that's hilarious. And you love hearing it. Yeah, burnt toast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Love it. Beer, you got anything before we wrap this up? Uh, Fantasy-wise, again, looking at the Colts running back situation, Deion Jackson's going to be RB1 this week, so he might be a good streamer. Uh, Lord knows I needed him and got lucky, so um, definitely look that way. Uh, Just be monitoring the forever changing table of injury reports because you got guys uh, coming in out all week. You know, Benjamin's still a starter for sure. Um, And, you know, Bateman's gone. List just goes on and on. Um, So... Maybe uh, if you need a tight end, look uh, in L.A. at the Chargers with Gerald Everett since their wide receiving core shot. Uh, Eckler's going to be iffy. Uh, they still have Sony Michelle in the backfield, but they're going to need a pretty dependent um, receiver, even Josh Palmer, like, if you're so inclined. I but, feel like Josh Palmer could definitely be a flex or wide receiver three play this week. 100%. Definitely a stream play in that regard this week, absolutely. But tight end also-wise, I, I don't know many people or leagues that still have Gerald Everett, but he's definitely a look this week if you're in need of a tight end. Yeah, he's almost a must-start option this week. There's just no one to throw to, except for Eckler, who is also questionable. So they got to get offense from somebody. Exactly. Unless they straight up have a Raiders game this week and just don't get past midfield to the fourth quarter. Put up a dud. Lord knows. Put up an absolute egg. All righty. Well, thank you. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me this week. Uh, thank you to our special guest, Lauren Boss. We'll keep a record for her. Uh, moving forward, um, I don't know if she'll be guessing with us much, much if longer. If she loses, we're shit talking her on the uh, show. Oh, she's 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 getting she. Anyone get, can get the hands. It's it's free <laughs> game here. Uh, t- uh, trust your gut. Um. So, thank you very much. Uh, I'm excited for this uh, Saturday and Sunday slate, and hopefully, I will see you all. Soon.